0: You know what, Jack realist is a shit so anyway, you shouldn't make it in the England squad
1: Right, welcome to episode 3, season 1 of The Away End No guests this week, just me and Daniel, how you doing mate?
0: Yeah, I'm good mate, I'm good, a little bit disappointed that we ain't got a guest But you know, like, all fun and games isn't it? Me and you just chatting shit, aren't usual Yeah,
1: yeah, that's it, that's it <laughs> So I believe this week we're having a belated look at the Champions League final. It's only taken us five days after it's actually happened to get our heads together.
0: Yeah, got to make extensive notes about these kind of things. Big things, aren't they? Look, you got got to make sure that you're prepared for
1: it. And yeah, have you got your extensive notes ready for the England squad announcement that just happened Mm. on Tuesday?
0: Yeah, I got. Loads of notes about that, mate. I cannot wait to talk about. it. As you can tell with my voice, I'm really into England.
1: <laughs> yeah, so we're gonna have a look at the England squad and then a little bit of other business at the end, some transfers and that. A certain, I've 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 heard some rumours about a Barcelona player leaving the club, but I don't know. I don't know
0: anything about that. Mm, I'm not too sure. All right, let's get on with it. Gimbo. Champions League, I know you were you were down in yes, Brighton with yep. your mate.
1: Sat on the beach, you know, having a beer. So um, I yeah. didn't get a chance to watch the Champions League final, unfortunately, this yeah, year. I mean,
0: what, what I took away was that PSG absolutely blew it in the first half. And they really, two or three up, like, ever since Di Maria's left, I like him. I thought he was good for United. He had a little bit of an issue with a break in, and then obviously he forced his way out of United. But he's literally the most one-footed player <laughs> I've ever seen. Honestly, he had an absolute sitter, basically one-on-one with Neuer uh, on a, on a bit of an angle, but he just absolutely smashed it over with his right foot.
1: I mean, I, I from what I saw of the highlights, it looked it could have been anyone's game after yeah. forty-five minutes, but it looked like PSG just fluffed so many chances mm-hmm. I mean I saw a, I don't I think this might have been second half but um, Mbappe like just pinged it straight at Neuer
0: that was literally like the basically like the last kick of the of the first half and yeah yeah you don't know how he didn't put that just put it away from Neuer and it had, it had almost certainly been a goal but yeah just pinged it straight at him.
1: didn't he? I mean fair play to PSG though like Bayern have steamrolled so many other teams and I didn't really give PSG a shout in the final. I thought they're just fucking plastic oil team, aren't they? And Bayern <laughs> yeah. are just going to roll over them. But fair play. They, they they seem like they put up a good fight. It must be pretty heartbreaking to lose 1-0 and, and have so many chances.
0: Yeah, but the real thing is, mate, I know it might have been heartbreaking for some PSG fans, but it was hilarious to see Neymar crying on the pitch. <laughs> Like same with Brazil when they got battered seven one on the yeah, pitch yeah. Ryan.
1: I mean, as Alex said last week, he's a hell of a footballer, but he's also a bit of a prick. So he, yeah, he
0: hit the nail on the head there. I think. I mean, maybe that,
1: we shouldn't be saying this though. What if he what if we ever have the opportunity to bring him on
0: as a guest? I'm I'm very happy to say my opinions to Neymar because, you know, I think I would I would interview him and say why? Why did you move from Barca to to PSG? What was your real motive? And if he doesn't say money, then he's lying through his teeth, isn't he? So you know. So if
1: he's sat across from you, yeah, you're going to call him a prick to his face.
0: No, 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 no. I wouldn't call him a prick to his face. No, that's that's just if you're interviewing someone, you got to be you got to be nice about it, aren't you? But you can ask that's him true. not aggressive questions, but questions that you know like provoke an answer, which you might get something out of, you know.
1: Well, Mister Mister Neymar, if you're listening, we'd love to have <laughs> you on, uh, even if you are a bit of a prick. That's no. what we. That's what we do on the away end, isn't it, mate? we we're, we're, yeah. we're it's, it's the hard hitting facts. We're really boiling down to the important questions here.
0: On to, <laughs> on to someone else, though, and this guy honestly was written off at the start of the season. But after, as Alex was saying last last week, the fact that he was he wasn't doing great under their um, under their first manager, and then. Um, Oh, what's his name? Um Anyway, the new manager came in and seems to have just given Thomas Müller another lease of life. Like flick, flick. that's it, handsy flick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he just came in, seemed to just give him that role in the sort of centre attacking mid again. Like, and he just said, "Müller, go out and play." And yeah, he's a naughty boy, and he? he is a naughty, yeah. naughty boy.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. He, yeah, like I, I obviously again, I didn't watch the game, but I did watch the Bayern Barcelona game, and uh, he, like I said in episode one, mate, he can play fucking football. <laughs> I love yeah. him as well. I, I like, I just like his character. I like he's, he's kind of like bubbly, and, and bubbly is the wrong word. Bubbly is kind of word used to describe big people, but he's, I, he just loves it, doesn't he? I think he has fun, and I think he he, he just loves the team and loves winning yeah. and.
0: Now it, it just seems he seems like honestly the example of Neymar. I know we're bashing on Neymar again, but he generally seems like a kind of guy that you would just be like, oh, Thomas, fancy a pint?" And he'd be like, "Yeah." No, yeah, I do. <laughs> Mate, you'd be going for a Stein. Yeah, no, we would, wouldn't we? Actually, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I bet he had a lot of Steins when they got back to Germany after this. Oh yeah, definitely,
1: yeah. definitely. definitely. So let's talk about another naughty
0: boy from that team, though, Alphonse Davis. If he isn't the the best left-back in the next five years, I will eat my half. In terms of how the game's changed now, in terms of your full-backs need to be attacking, hmm. I've honestly not seen a more attacking left-back. He plays on the halfway line most of the game.
1: Yeah, yeah. He,
0: he Because of how quick he is, he doesn't really need to be. Sitting back in in an actual defensive position, if he halfway between the halfway line and and the edge of his box, if he just stays there, any ball over the top, he beats any winger like one one on one for pace. and he's just yeah, he's just unreal.
1: Yeah, he's um, and he's followed by Drake on Instagram now. I don't know if you saw that
0: (laughs) that video.
1: Oh, kill me, mate! I loved it. He's
0: obviously at like the
1: after party for the for the Champions League. Yeah, he's just like going mental. it's so
0: funny yeah, mate i mean all of us would be the same if drake started yeah yeah, yeah. But like yeah it was just yeah it was amazing <laughs> it wasn't his reaction i, mean, I was gonna say you, you know i mean alex basically said about his story last week but you know his whole story like he was a, a he basically emigrated to canada when he was 15 he was a i think it was eric Eritre or uh sierra leone well, he was a refugee, um, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like he basically, yeah, him and his family at fourteen emigrated to to Canada. No, I think it was when he was twelve, and when he was fourteen, uh, the Vancouver Whitecaps said that they wanted to sign him. And basically, his mum said because they lived in like Edmonton, yeah. and then Vancouver's like yeah, a good like probably a good five six hour drive away. And his mum like was basically saying like no, Alfonso, you're not going. You're not going to Vancouver. Eventually, he managed to convince his mum to let him go. And as they say, the rest is history after that, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he's, he's what, he's 20, is he?
0: Yeah, I think 19 or 20. Fucking
1: hell. Yeah. Imagine being a 20-year-old, Champions League under your belt, Drake follows you on Instagram, <laughs> your girlfriend plays for PSG women's team.
0: Yeah. Okay. That guy has got his life set out, and he, there? Yeah, he's
1: never, he's never going to win a World Cup, though, so...
0: Oh, yeah, true, actually, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um but you know what you, you got those two naughty boys in that team, mate, in that Bayern team, Muller and Alfonso Davis, and, and obviously Bayern have gone on, they've won all eleven of their games. I believe is the first time anyone's ever done that. It
0: is, mate, yeah. It is. And to be honest, like to be what was it? I'm sorry to bring this up, James, but it was seven one, 1 against your <laughs> lot. In
1: the throat <laughs> out it, James, oh, I can't, I, sorry mate, you're breaking up, what did you say? <laughs> yeah, it was 7-1 and then
0: they beat Barca, obviously Barca 8-2, like... Yeah, it's ridiculous,
1: if- Like, and, and it's not even like they've been like scraping wins, like mm. apart from the final maybe, it's just been, it's been absolute decimations of teams.
0: Another person who I don't, I'm supposing you're not a big fan of, but also he... We- and we're going a little bit off script it, but Gnabry to be honest, who <laughs> was awful at Arsenal. Yeah. And somehow him and Robert Robert Lewandowski have struck up this partnership where it seems like they can't fucking miss. Like they yeah, just yeah. every game it seems like one of them bags, at least obviously not in the in the final.
1: Gnabry's a bit of a weird one for me, because on one side of it, yeah, he's he's ex-Arsenal, but on the other side of it, have you seen that mustache? <laughs> kind of balances out for me like Mm. anyone who can rock a rock a mustache like that and win the champions league final hats off mate i don't care whether they're ex-cooners or not
0: (laughs) you give them a pass because of how sick his mustache
1: is fair enough if ozil grew the biggest handlebar tomorrow i'd be like (laughs) yeah fair enough mate
0: (laughs) you still ain't Arsenal, but i can deal with ozil right
1: uh well yeah maybe
0: what one of my one of my main questions and i know I don't know how you you want to answer this, but how far realistically do we think them English teams of who are going to be in Champions League this season and next season? Maybe so. For example, City, Liverpool, United, Chelsea, Spurs, Leicester. Like realistically, how far? I mean, you know, I put Leicester in there as a goodwill gesture, but realistically, how far behind do you reckon them teams are from sort of a PSG, a Bayern, a Real, a Juve? I, I personally think the top two, Liverpool City, aren't mm. too far behind them. But I think United and Chelsea and, and your lot and Arsenal, Liverpool, they are absolutely world mild, behind. world, <laughs> I mean, absolutely world behind them, I must admit.
1: If you're going to go off this year's sort of showing from English teams, yeah, not great. But look at last year, mate.
0: No, I know. And it, I know it's a knockout competition. And I know, like, but for me, like, I think this season probably was an aberration, and it was like a bit of a weird one that you know you're all playing in a bubble sort of and you yeah know, the yeah. whole COVID situation. But I do think them them four teams. That I said Bayern, Real, Juve, and I know Barca fucked it this season. But Barca, like them four teams, realistically are like the powerhouses of of, of Champions League, aren't they? I do yeah, think yeah. I don't think City and Liverpool are too far behind. Don't get me wrong, but I do think United, United, and Chelsea. If we got, if we, if United got to the semi-final, the quarterfinals this year, I would be unbelievably happy. I really would. Like, I, if we actually got there, I would be mm. saying, "I want the final now." <laughs> but at this moment oh, in yeah. time, I think it would be unbelievable for either United or Chelsea to get to the quarterfinals.
1: I think you've just answered your own fucking question, mate. Yeah,
0: I think we are.
1: I, think- I don't think I have to say nothing.
0: No. Um, so that
1: means uh, that that means buy and go level with Liverpool on hmm. six uh, Champions League trophies, yeah. with only AC Milan and Real ahead of them. I mean, I don't think anyone's catching Real for at least six years, by the looks of it. Oh, yeah, <laughs> and, that's,
0: and that's that's AC Milan, and I don't even know did they even get into Champions League this year? I don't I'm know, not UK sure. And in Inter did? Yeah. I can't remember. I maybe mean, you think Napoli got in as the third team in Italy? yeah. I I mean, it's um, yeah, it's a bit of a weird one with uh, with Italian football at the moment. I'm not really sure where it's at. But anyway, off that. Maybe um, when, maybe
1: when this broadcast becomes really successful and we have hundreds of thousands of listeners every week, mm. we can do a special Italian show every week.
0: Yeah, well, maybe, mate. We could just actually fly to fly to Napoli, just do the whole like Italian stadium tour when we've got when we're getting yeah. there. You know. Ten to $20,000 a month in, a, in advertisement revenue each. Like, yeah, be no bother, will
1: it? Hey, I do like pizza and wine as well.
0: Oh, 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 oh. but we're definitely
1: going in the right place. <laughs> so, I've got to stop saying so at the start of every segment. Uh, we both do it, mate. <laughs> England squad was announced on Tuesday. A couple of new names, a couple of surprises. Well, one big jail sentence. Let's get into that, shall we? So Harry Maguire was named in the squad and then he slapped up a policeman in Greece. And tried attempt- to bribe them. I think it was attempt- multiple attempted briberies, I think, is what yeah, I heard. Multiple attempted
0: briberies and attempted assault on, a ble- or was
1: assault on a police officer. He's out, right? He's gone. That's it.
0: Well, I read that Southgate said that he's still keeping the door open for him because, I mean, what is he? He's only 28. So, like, realistically, yeah, I'd, I'd like to put it out here on record. Harry Maguire is a fucking idiot. Like, I don't, care. I don't care what has gone on. Like at the end of the day, you are the professional footballer here, and you know that if this blows up, you are gonna get in shit for it. At the end of the day, like it doesn't matter who who else is saying this or who else is having a go at him, who else is. You're gonna get the shit, aren't you? So,
1: well, where does that where does that put him with United now? Is he is there? Are they, I saw that they released a statement about it, but is there any sort of consequences of
0: that? I don't think personally, as a United fan, I'd be happy if he got banned. I can't see United actually banning him myself. I could see the FA in like beating a ban on him, mm. but I, I personally can't see. It. I mean, United paid for the lawyers that went over and tried to, you know, and were part of the the trial on whenever it was, Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So United have backing
0: him, really. Like, and I've heard that uh, he's already said he's going to go for a retrial. The Greek court system takes so long that could be up to two to three years, apparently, before he actually gets a retrial. But at the end of the day, like I said, I hate to say it, but you're an idiot. Like, don't get involved, no matter what happens. What I couldn't get my head around was the fact that if someone because what the the what they were saying was someone had said something to him and his wife and his sister and
1: it's probably um, like oi oi mate you got a fat head
0: (laughs) if if someone's saying something to you and your family and then the police come over how how does that transpire that you then end up getting in a scrap with the police you know what i mean like i don't know Obviously, we don't know the whole story, so we can't comment properly. But to me, it just seems a bit of a weird one that, it, that someone would be having a go. The first thing I'd be doing is is that idiot over there. They they've been having a go at my wife and my sister. So if you have anything to say, say it say it to them, not to me. Like, yeah,
1: I'm not anything. sure, not sure, but we'll see what happens with that. No Delhi Ali in the squad, but also equally no Jack Grealish either.
0: Do you honestly want to want to get me started on Jack Grealish? <laughs>
1: Yes, I like the guy. I think he's. I think he's a good player. But I don't care what you think about him, mate. Why is he not in the England squad?
0: Because he's not good enough. Yeah. And did you, did you hear what Southgate's response was? Mason Greenwood. Happy, happy as Larry, you are, mate. Happy as Larry. I mean, I'll be honest. As I've said, and this is James. You might, you might not like it, and you might end up, uh, you know, having a little moan at me. Oh, I, I'm not. I'm not asked about England. I'm really not asked about England until we get oh, to a oh, tournament. No. I'm not asked, so they can make as much fuss about the England lineup and the setup and what what they're going to play and who's going to play and stuff. Anyway. Yeah,
1: but D- Daniel, it's called content. No, no,
0: no, exactly, mate, <laughs> exactly. Got, I got, I've got, I've got opinions on it. I just haven't got strong opinions on it.
1: Talk, we'll we'll talk whip, about. we'll whip through this quick, mate. We'll whip through this quick, and then you don't get too angry about it, yeah.
0: No, I, I will give you. I will give you. I think Phil Phil Foden has deserved to be in that England start yeah,
1: for a while. He's been playing. Definitely.
0: He's been really playing well. The, the since the restart, he has been fucking min for them. I, mean, I think Pep is really uh, wanting to sort of bring him in as that um, David Silver replacement. I yeah, think. and I, I wouldn't be surprised if five ten years time that you look at him and go, "Bloody yeah, hell, he is yeah. he has been unbelievable for England." Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. Foden's one of three new call-ups. So there's Foden, your boy Mason, and uh, Calvin Phillips, who Daniel hadn't heard of half I an hour ago. I really uh, hadn't. No,
0: that shows my um, Premier League obsession. Yeah, I didn't even know about this lad. So. so he's
1: a centre-back from Leeds, and that's the extent of my knowledge. He's got a wacky hairdo as well. I don't know if you see it. It's a bit. Uh, it's a bit um, Harvey Elliott.
0: Oh right, yeah.
1: Yeah, he's got one of them weird yeah. kind of top knotty things and then yeah. a shitty little, shitty little beard underneath
0: yeah 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 i
1: seen that right well that's all bad content none of that's going in <laughs> Danny Ings is in Danny
0: Ings has made it mate you know what this is one thing I will give a lot of respect to Gareth Southgate for like he has looked at players that aren't just because let's be honest when it was under Sven when it was under Sven Steve McLaren people like that he just picked off, all oh, right, they're in the top six. All right, well, they must be, you know, they must be a good enough player to get an England squad. That yeah. is what I've got a lot of time for Gareth Southgate for. Ings, bringing people like that, bringing the young lads through. Like, I give him, I give them a lot of time as well. And, and to be honest, Ings fully deserves
1: it. Oh yeah, 22 goals this season.
0: Yeah, can't
1: that, can you? no, no, you can't really. Is he actually st- is he on loan at Southampton or is Southampton actually? No,
0: no, yeah, he signed for Southampton. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah.
1: right, okay, because he was on loan for Liverpool, wasn't he? Yeah,
0: he was. I think he was on loan last season from Liverpool. Right. yeah, they've definitely signed him. But yeah, I'm happy for him, mate. He's he gonna look,
1: he's gonna look really good on the bench when Harry Kane's absolutely <laughs> bagging's, mate, in the in the Nations League. <laughs> So my boy Dyer's in. Um, there's some talk that he's uh, transitioning to centre back. He's definitely doing that at, at Tottenham. He's made it quite clear that that's the position he wants, and that's the position he wants to fight for in the Tottenham squad. Now, so it wouldn't surprise me if we saw him at
0: centre back for England. Um, um, I don't have any strong opinions either way on Eric Dyer. I like, I like him. I think he's, in, I do really like him as a player, but positional, he has, he's been, all, he's been all over the shop a little bit, hasn't he? I'm oh, not... mate, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not really sure where. You know,
1: he when he fit. when he signed for Spurs, I think he played. He played as one of the fullbacks, and then he played as centre back, and then he played as defensive midfielder, and maybe centre mid. And now he's back at centre back again.
0: My my only concern is as a centre back, you don't you don't want a clumsy big centre back like him. Like you, you know, he's prone to making silly mistakes sometimes. Like
1: you yeah, know. maybe, but, but I think I think.
0: Yeah, I think you're probably right to be honest. I mean He's realistically what what what's are other options at center back yeah. obviously, without Maguire and all I got um, fucking, uh Calvin Phillips from Leeds. Yeah. Who were the actual other center backs? You got like um Tyro Mings, Joe Gomez, and Michael Keane. So to be honest, mate, I think now Maguire's out of the squad. I think, yeah, I think your boy will your boy Dyer will probably get a a, a game, definitely. I, yeah. I think it'll yeah. probably be him and Gomez.
1: Yeah, I mean I rate Gomez, but I, I don't think much of Mings.
0: Yeah.
1: I, 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 and and Gomez is he's still kind of young, isn't he? He's still when I picture him in my head, he's not that big. He's
0: not, no. no. He's only he's only about six foot and he's he's like quite a slim build for a centre back. No, so I do think I do think like there is something to be said for like having a bigger centre back, i.e. Maguire or Dyer or Michael Keane, and then a sort of a bit of a more like mobile centre back who can if if that big like gets caught out, can like, you know, who has a bit of pace and can sort of yeah, yeah, yeah. cover it. But there is something to be said for that definitely. Yeah, I think so. But I think I think Dyer probably will get in, to be honest, out of out of them.
1: I mean, yeah. Well, this is all on the assumption that he's going to play centre back for England. Southgate might throw him in at DM. You never know. Do England play with a DM? I don't even know.
0: Mm, it depends what format. Last time I saw the England set-up, they were playing three at the back, but well, they don't anymore. They play four, don't they? So, and yeah. to be honest, they, to be honest, they do have Declan Rice, who's already like a centre defensive midfielder. So, like, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, who knows? We'll see. Yeah. This is all fucking speculation, though, isn't it?
0: They've got your boy Harry Winks in there as well. They? So you don't want him, him, him missing yeah. out. You want you want him in the in the midfield.
1: Harry the dog. Overall thoughts? I think it's looking. Um, I think it's looking pretty good, man. I'm quite excited about England these days.
0: Yeah. <laughs> ish. See, being a, being a football fan for so long, I'm always super cynical about England because the most I've ever seen from them was the last World Cup. So. And we just seem to bottle it at everything. So I never get myself too excited. I'll say this now. We'll be doing the podcast during like the Euros next. And we'll get to the quarter or the last sixteen or the quarterfinals. And I'll be like, England can go all the way. We're gonna fucking do it, boys. And yeah, I'll get myself too hyped up at that point. But right now, I'm just gonna be cynical and say, It looks a good it looks a good squad.
1: It's very brave of you to assume we'll still be doing this podcast during the Euro. Yeah.
0: Right? <laughs> That's true, mate. That is very true, yeah.
1: Messi gate. It's Messi gate. Messi's leaving. Woo! What's going to happen? Where's he going?
0: Uh, Well, I think we already know where he's going, don't we? Like, city? Oh, mate. I, I don't even want what think about it, but I think it, it almost certainly is going to be City. <laughs> See him at West Ham <laughs> as a as player who's what 33, I think Messi is like. I can't see wanting to go to a club that he doesn't at least know the setup, how they're going to play. Let's be honest, Pep are taking that same setup from Bossards everywhere he's gone to to buy into City now. So, realistically, it would, it would be quite easy for Messi just to slip into that the role which he'd be playing at City. I think it. Kind of sickens me to think about it, but if you had Rodri as or Gundogan as the holding midfielder, and Messi and De Bruyne in that midfield, it would just be ridiculous. They would not give the ball away. Like the the only way they're going to lose the ball is for some like stupid, audacious pass straight through from like yeah. the center circle to yeah. like Aguero or Jesus or something.
1: It's going, to be, it's going to be so weird to see him in Sky Blue.
0: You know what? Like I guess
1: we've seen him in Sky Blue for Argentina.
0: Yeah. He didn't do very fucking well for them, did he? No, no. Personally, and it might be controversial, I still think Ronnie's the greatest of all time considering how many clubs he's played for, how many different leagues he's played in. For mm-hmm. me, this would definitely, definitely push the, the conversation a lot more even considering Messi's been at Barca for so long had all the as you said last week, like all the toys, like how yeah. Pep has. Yeah, I do think it would be it would be good to see him in another league, in another team. And I know he's under Pep again, but I do think it would be good to see how he actually reacts. I mean, I was speaking with my housemate, and he. <laughs> He said, "Well, you know what? It'd be good if Stoke were still up, wouldn't it? Because that's all people ever used to say. Can he do it on a a rainy night <laughs> on rainy Monday night in Stoke? Well, all oh, mate,
1: know, there's, but... there's always, uh, always
0: the FA Cup. Oh yeah, true, true. I said that my my alternative to that is now like it's getting in like a." rainy Monday evening in like yeah. Newcastle <laughs> minus two outside and like a load of Geordie's just absolutely a hurl and abuse time I
1: fucking city one nil down to West Brom or something on a Sunday <laughs> yeah. afternoon.
0: Uh, yeah.
1: More more transfer news. Uh the Chelsea money tree is continuing to bear fruit. Uh Ben Chilwell, forty five million.
0: Yeah, that is I mean, I know we spoke about him on the first episode, didn't we? And I did say I find him as, as yeah, I think that's a really, really good sign. I must admit, it's,
1: it's expensive though. I mean, it's homegrown, yeah. but I don't. He's not a fucking. Is he
0: that good? He's young though, isn't he? He's not. He's only maybe twenty-four, twenty-five. He's twenty-three. He's twenty-three. Yeah, twenty-three. Like he's young, and I do, I do honestly see him getting better and better. I must admit, a forty-five mil is a lot, but I do honestly see him getting better and better. However, going to the other end of the spectrum. You heard that Thiago Silva's... Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. Either today or tomorrow, they were talking that he's going to have a medical at Chelsea, which, I mean, he's 35, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems like it's just a stopgap. I can't see... What, Thiago between... Silva? Yeah, I can't see yeah. him being there more than two years, can you? Like, No. How, how Frank's trying to... Frank Lampard's trying to, you know, make the team. It's, like, built on a lot of youth, I see, at the moment. Like... So no, it was it was built on
1: youth it, What that was their policy was to bring in the youth because they had, couldn't buy people and that yeah. was working that seemed to work really well and now yeah. they just seem to be like oh fuck it do you know what let's just go buy loads of people
0: again Like realistically though like like you said a lot of the players are brought in a lot of the players which have been started have been youth players and they haven't spent anything in the last two transfer what was it three two or three transfer windows now so like really like it's no surprise that they're spending 45 million on a left back and 40-odd yeah. million on Werner and 30-odd million on... Ziyech. Uh, uh, Ziyech, yeah. Well, don't forget Kai like, Habits, mate. Right. 70 million. Yeah. Oh, mate.
1: I mean, the Evening Standard reporting here that they're targeting up to four more transfers after Chilwell. They, I know they're, they just brought in um, Malang Saar as well from Nice. Yeah. 21-year-old. No.
0: Yeah, yeah. Which is a, that's a really good sign. A lot, a lot of teams were linked with him as well, weren't they? It's fucking crazy, isn't it? You can
1: only have 11 players on the pitch at one time.
0: Yeah, but like like Sean was saying last week, they, they'll loan out half of them, won't they? Uh,
1: yeah. What's his yeah. name
0: that just bought? That lad. They'll they loan him out, you know, just keep, keep him playing, you know, continuous football. Yeah.
1: I'm in dreamland, mate. Spurs have made another signing. Well, maybe by the time this comes out, it will have been confirmed. But uh, Matt Doherty right back to Spurs for a very minimal fee, apparently.
0: Yeah, 12 mil, right? I think something like that. Yeah, I think he's a good player personally. I don't think he's going to solve your right back issues, but I do think he's a good player. Like, um, well, you haven't said
1: that, mate. I think he was, I'm sure I read that he was like the second best right back in the last two seasons. What quantifier that is, uh, yeah, whether I was gonna it say, or.
0: from my eye exam, I don't think he's the second best <laughs> right back in the league, but. You know, I'm obviously biased. I'm a United fan, so I can't can't comment too much. But off the top of my head, I can think of three or four right-backs who I'd pick over Doty as the second-best right-back in the league. I mean, statistically, he might be, yeah. But the Daniel Broom eye test, I wouldn't say he's the second-best in the league.
1: (laughs) All I'm saying is, mate, he seems pretty sturdy. He's 12-mil and he's homegrown. I'm Mm. pretty happy with that.
0: Yeah, that's a good sign it's a good sign and like you said like we said last week Aurier fucking liability Bambi on ice most of the time yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah
1: yeah so, um, the young lad I mentioned last week Eze who I'd like to have brought in for the Spurs team has yeah. been snapped up by Palace for 19 mil I think
0: that's a real real good sign and I actually after you mentioned him last week I've just obviously googled like some of his highlights YouTube yeah. some of his highlights and he does look really really good and I think uh, then bringing him in will definitely open up uh, Zaha leaving this season. All of last se- all of last off season, he was basically trying to get a deal any which way he possibly could, and they were trying. Yeah. Everyone was well, he's priced out of the market, wasn't he, by everyone basically. But yeah, I can see that being sort of the, the replacement for Zaha definitely.
1: Apparently, we were scouting him for not Zaha, Eze for yeah. the last two years, and. Typical Spurs fashion, we could have had him at a fraction of the price last year or the year before. So I think, yeah, Palace are onto a winner with him, I think. Uh, back up north for a bit, mate. Rodriguez is rumoured to be joining Everton for £25 million. He's taken a massive pay cut,
0: apparently. James. James. James Rodriguez. That's how you pronounce his name, mate. Although okay, that's that's what Martin Tyler told me in the World Cup, which you got big in two thousand four. Eating James Rodriguez. But no, mate, I think... If obviously it's the um, the Ancelotti connection, isn't it? Because he's followed oh, yeah, him at yeah, yeah. Real with Ancelotti, then he went to Bayern with Ancelotti mm-hmm. and now obviously at Everton. I do think if they if they pull that off, honestly, I would put that in probably top five biggest coups of this transfer window. Definitely like they're unbelievable to, to bring in a player of that quality. And like you said, like he's gonna have to take a massive wage cut to go to Everton. But yeah, yeah, you know. Uh, see see what he's like in the Premier League
1: and um and he gets to live in Merseyside mate <laughs> yeah it's a blessing
0: in disguise that isn't it yeah, mate
1: yeah yeah, yeah, yeah definitely <laughs> um so just to wrap up the act three of the podcast mate uh I just wanted to get your thoughts on United kind of not signing anyone so far I know it's kind of still early days but it's only United Leicester and Villa that haven't signed anyone and have any shipped players out so far I'd...
0: um Personally, I am a little bit worried. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, I think um, I think the the Sanchez the the Sancho deal has sort gone quite quiet now. And I know this happened with the Maguire deal. Is sort of Ed Woodward didn't want to put that extra ten million or whatever it was. But if Messi goes City, Chelsea keep buying. Liverpool will sign more players. Spurs other teams will sign players before like we we need to we just need to say to Dortmund right you want 107 million 110 million just take it just have the money and mm-hmm. we will we'll will take him because I think yeah you're gonna you're really gonna struggle if you don't sign any season it's um yeah, to be honest, I'd even class it as far as it would be a disaster. Considering having Champions League football and stuff, the quality of, of them kind of games is going to go up so much. Like You're yeah, going to have to yeah. have decent backup players. And don't even start me with Jack Grealish, because he is not a decent backup player, all right? 75 million, <laughs> that's what people are quoting. If you get him for 30, I'll take him, but 75 million is just madness money. No more than thirty mil. The first, step, the first step of this podcast, I said, it's not bothered. I wouldn't spend $107 million on Sancho. But how how the transfer market's develop now, yeah, just spend it. Just buy it. Wait, just so over the course of the 10. last
1: three weeks, it's, you, your opinion has changed that much?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I genuinely would, I, I would just spend whatever. Now, considering how much Chelsea like I said Chelsea City Liverpool will buy players and Liverpool's squad depth is just unbelievable in comparison to United like you said Leicester and Villa are the only teams that haven't signed anyone like I'll be honest I'm more concerned about centre back but it's Man United like they can afford 107 million
1: I think that wraps it up probably another week another week another load of shit spoken (laughs) I actually can't believe I'm about to say this, but if you are one of the few people that's made it through the last 40 minutes or so of us chatting that's so much shy, thank you for listening. And if you could do us a massive favour and leave us a review and a rating on Apple
0: Podcasts, that would be very much appreciated. Following on from James, 100%, really appreciate anyone who has managed to get through us, our nasally voices chatting shit for a good 40 to 50 minutes on each episode thank you very much i really appreciate your listening
1: and thanks for listening Bye. bye